0: Log Talk Radio. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at CoachTWheel24 or Instagram TravisLWilliams24
1: the boss man show with your own body head coach of the cal state northridge matadors coach mark godfrey coach godfrey how are things out there in cali man
2: wonderful sunshine and every day so uh it's all good
1: yes indeed now coach uh, i know you coached in the southeast uh you've been in alabama murray state nc state so how's it feel to go back out to the west coast where you got started at ucla
2: well, it's good. You know, I had a great seven years at UCLA. I'm familiar with uh, Southern California. Uh, you know, I've got a lot of friends. Um, you know, a lot of friends in the business. A lot of just you know friends that I was close to when I was there. So it's kind of nice to reunite with everybody and uh, go from there.
1: And I feel like, coach, this is a good opportunity for you because you know, I said you coached UCLA for seven years. You kind of know how the West Coast, you got some relationships out of high school coaches and of the of like. So do you feel like with your connections, your familiarity there, so be would be, be an easy transition for you to coach out in the Big West Conference now because you kind of know the landscape already for the UCLA a little bit. I know it's a BCS conference, but you kind of know what's going on in the Big West as well.
2: Well, I think it helps. I think, uh, you know, sometimes coaching, you know, we have a short shelf life at times and so the quicker you can get integrated you know it's better and the fact that you know i was out there i know a lot of the people in the uh you know high school basketball world the, the high school coaches the aau coaches all those kind of guys i think that's been a boost and a help for us already we've signed a couple of good players uh we'll release all that here pretty soon but you know i just think knowing people probably helps you get a little bit of a head start
1: you got there right coach that mean, ask this coach now what you've been out out west now will you look still look out towards southeast, Atlanta, Florida, New York area, you kind of want to recruit the region out southwest, northwest, kind of get the players out there?
2: Well, I think that uh, wherever you are, you have to be open to recruit anywhere. Uh, You know, good players are all over the country. I also do think that, you know, there's 600 high schools in Southern California. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of kids there in L.A. and around L.A. and in the state of California. So I think that's got to be the priority first. But at the same time, uh, you know, I think you want to try to, you know, find a good player wherever you may get him. And, you know, I've coached in the SEC and the ACC and the Ohio Valley Conference. I've been all around the country, so I feel like, you know, I, I know people everywhere. And hopefully those contacts are going to help us get some good players.
1: Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, you've been trying to get on, on the court with those guys a little bit, kind of see what you have, for returning to you, and how's that process been going for you?
2: Well, anytime there's a coaching change, there's always a transition. And, uh, you know, we've we've worked
1: our guys out, and uh, a
2: couple of the young guys are pretty good. We've got the Big West uh, Freshman of the Year last year, uh, Terrell Gomez, and good little player and uh, really a good shooter. We've got a couple other guys that will be back. Uh, they lost a couple good players too, uh, you know, that, to graduation. But, you know, we were able to sign some guys. It's a transition from uh, the old staff to the new staff, and so there's always going to be a little bit of turnover there.
1: And, Coach, now, now, how, how do you go about it yourself, trying to build relationships with those guys who are, who are returning? Because they, you didn't recruit those guys, but they, you're now their coach. And how do you get them to buy into you and your staff going forward?
2: Well, I think what you got to do or what we've tried to do is spend a lot of time with the returning players. And, you know, they need to develop some trust in us. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, we just get, need to get to know each other, I think, the best you can. And I think once that happens, then – you know, you got a chance just to build a relationship and hopefully those guys would want to stay and they need to get get to know our entire staff. And uh, you just kind of go from there.
1: Now, Coach Garfield, it has to be good for you and your staff to the NCAA is trying to kind of change the rules a little bit to allow you guys to have more time on court with the guys in the summertime so you can more implement your style, spend more time with the guys on the floor and off the floor as well.
2: Yeah, and that's what kids want. Good players want more time with their coaches. Um uh, you know, I, I was, those are good rules that are getting passed. You know, what we don't want as coaches is to be in a position where your players want to be in the gym. They want to work out. They want, you know, you to help them and coach them. It's it's the biggest difference between, you know, the NBA and college basketball. And I spent this last year at the Mavericks, and, you know, you get to see it firsthand how how much players are in the gym and how much coaching they're get year, getting year-round. And so for college basketball to – Move in that direction, I think it's a good thing because good players want to be coached. They want you to work them out. And so we've had a little bit more time this summer, we're going to get more time, which is great. I think that in the fall, because we want to be in the gym. We want to be in the gym with our players. That's why we do what we do. And uh, I think that's what they want as well.
1: And, coach, you could go being in the, in the with the Mavericks. Uh, what are some things you learned from being around that organization, kind of, kind of learning about their concepts, how they can go about their daily business? You'll take what you now to help with you at Cal State, Cal State now. What's your, new, what's your new, new team here?
2: Well, I think that uh, you know every time, every different opportunity teaches you a lot, or at least gives you the chance to learn a lot. And I learned a lot this year. Uh, you know, obviously Rick Carlisle, I think, is one of the best coaches in the NBA. Getting to watch him and, and his staff and how they uh, get prepared for games, what they do in their practices, kind of the way they build their team from the start of, of a training camp. And then, you know, I was also involved in. The other side of it, the front office side, where you're getting to see the evaluation of players and how they went about evaluating and how they went about, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, doing their process the way they did it. So there's always a lot to learn. I thought it was a great experience for me uh, just to kind of learn and see something a little bit different than I normally have.
1: Now, Coach, how good is that kid, Dennis Smith, going to be out there? Because, I mean, that guy was amazing. Some, when I saw him a few times this year when I was on the road with the Hawks. I'm like, man, this, this guy can replace. Really so, how how do you think this guy can be with with the match going forward?
2: Well, I think he's an elite-level guard, and I'm glad that they drafted him. And he had a really good year. And, uh, you know, too, I think for, for young players, you know, he obviously needs some good players around him. I think for them, for, for Dennis, they have to – do a good job again in the draft this year, which they will. They're probably going to add some free agents in there that might help their team get better. But I thought that this year, you know, he showed uh, he showed him a lot. I think everyone in Dallas is excited about him. Uh, he's a terrific young person, so um, you know, I just think his future is going to be really, really bright.
1: Now, Coach, you can see yourself playing fast this year, or a little bit more open this year because of you know where the game is going to more so spread offenses five motion, open, open season out there, and defending like crazy. So how do you see yourself playing, playing this year based on the personnel that you have so far?
2: Well, here's the thing you got to remember. Now, there, there's always a reason sometimes the job is open. And, uh, you know, our team last year, I think out of 351 teams, uh, I think they were something like 340th in scoring. So we, we were one of the lowest scoring teams in the country. So that's going to change. And we're going to have a team that's going to score a little bit more Get up and down a little bit more, play a little bit more uh, freely offensively. Um, and I think that's going to be a big help for, for the guys that we have returning and then the guys that we have coming in.
1: Now, Coach, I want to talk about the NBA question for you. Being around the NBA, Coach, do you kind of see, see some of the rules like the 20 second shot clock, the advancing the ball at the end, in the games? Is that kind of some things you might want to see come down to college basketball to so make the game a little more exciting oh, at, the, at, the, at the end, maybe? Uh,
2: I would love it. I think I think the NBA now you gotta remember it's a little easier. The NBA's got thirty teams. You know, we got three hundred and fifty in division one basketball. So it's easier for the NBA to adjust rules, make rules. You know, college basketball, it's so cumbersome, it's so hard. You know, it shouldn't be that hard, but it is. But uh I would love to see uh us have the ability to advance the ball uh at the end of the game. I think that's a, a an amazing rule. Um uh, I like six fouls, you know, in the NBA. I, I think it keeps your best players in the game and uh you know that's that's what people come to watch i mean they want to see your best players and they want to see you know they don't want to see a guy get two fouls in the first half and he's got to sit for the you know rest of the half because you're trying to protect him of getting his third in the first half so those things there's there's a lot of them i think there's a lot of rules in the nba that are just so so much better and then you know sometimes college basketball we get a little stubborn you know college basketball says we don't want to be like the nba and, uh, you know, I would argue that with with people in that I think the NBA, especially right now, and you look at playoff basketball, people are watching. They're watching every night. It's a great product. And so I think we can learn a lot uh, from how the NBA does some things.
1: Yes, indeed. Because I feel like Coach, I'm from covering the Hawks so much as I do and been around the Hawks, it's like when I, I watch a Georgia Tech game or a Georgia State game, I'm like, man, we, we can make this so much better if we use some of those rules or we see if the Hawks come down here with these guys <laughs> Cause I'm like, man, you well, know, it's too – So yeah, it, To me, it's, it's so much better. old school. And, 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 and it's so old school to me, Coach. I'm like, we need to come move forward and progress. We're the only game where we don't have quarters. We don't really advance. So I feel like we need to come together and do what's good for the game and, and make the game more appealing to more people than just who are junkies like you, you and I are, you know.
2: Well, and I and I think what happens is exactly what you're saying right there. I think one of the reasons sometimes college basketball doesn't is that they just say in their mind that we don't want to we don't want to do like we don't want to be a copycat. We don't want to do them. But I would argue to say, sometimes you need to be, and sometimes uh, you know uh, you need to make some changes in that regard. Okay, so I'm with you. I agree with you. I think that's the way we need to do it.
1: Yes, indeed. And coach, I'll I a little out there about my my days in O V C being coach been close to coach Precky Allen and T S U. So when you in the O V C coach, I know for me personally I love seeing you guys play and playing play, play against P. So when you was O V C what was the biggest rivals for Murray State when you played there? and what what road you, you you guys love to go in and, and get going in and get you a win and come play and, and last by the, on the bus with back there? right back there, up to Murray.
2: Well, there's great ones all the time and uh you know well, I had some great, great rivalries when I was State and Tennessee State we would go down there and the band would be playing and it'd be loud and everybody having fun and sometimes you miss that a little bit and then you know, I was in the SEC we had great rivalries there you know Alabama and Auburn Alabama Kentucky Alabama Mississippi State those were spectacular and then North Carolina State you know we had some great great times you know winning in uh, the Dean Dome is is a lot of fun winning at Cameron Indoor is a lot of fun um So, anyway, I've been able to be a part of a lot of really fun things like that.
1: Yeah, coach, that's what I got for his coach. I know it's been real real busy for you, recruiting like crazy, having people come to talk to you, and the new coach in town. So, what's a typical day like for you, coach, when you get to the office? You got to do a lot of recruiting calls, a lot of university meetings, meeting with the players and staff. How, how, how's your day typically go for you, coach?
2: Well, I think when you take a job in college basketball, especially, there's so much to do. There's so much to do. And, uh, You know, from academics and
0: figuring out where your
2: players are academically, getting to know the new players. And then you got to spend a lot of time recruiting. And, uh, you know, that's the one thing in the NBA. You know, there's a lot of time evaluating players, but, you know, you don't have to recruit them. You just get to pick them or sign them. And, you know, maybe with free agency, you got to recruit them a little bit. But college basketball takes so much more time, you know, every day. And uh, having kids on campus and going through unofficial visits and having kids you know, understand what your program's about. Uh, we have some facility challenges at our place. Our university's getting ready to build a brand-new arena and a practice facility, and there's a lot of time spent with that. Uh, so, anyway, it's a it's a full day every day, and, uh, you know, you just got to kind of wake up and say you're going to tackle it and go do it.
1: Yes, and Coach Garfield, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. I've been a fan of yours for years. Good to talk to you. We'll talk to you again in the fall before things kids going, Coach.
2: All right, thank you very much. All right, have a good one, man.
0: Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers.